0: Okay, so we're continuing here with two sugas that we've been dabbling in lately. Etiquette and Omen. Those are, those are the byproducts of Mizumin. When I mean, we started this parak Gan Stark with hilchas Mizumin. Mizumin happens to take place in a suda where there's all sorts of etiquette zachen. And a Mizumin takes place in a setting where you bench through Yubayin and it triggers an umming. So therefore we found in these Gemarists a lot of Hilhas etiquette and a lot of Hilch's uming. So tonight we're going to, uh, you know, really get into Hilch's etiquette and Hilch's amin. Then a little bit, if we get far enough, a little bit back to mizum. We are on Da'af Mem, Zayin, Amad we are, um, by, I uh, would say, 10 lines down. Amr B'Yehudah B'Reidah B'Shimu B'Shilas <laughs> M'Shmei D'Rav Ein HaMesubin Rishoyen Lechol Klum The people sitting are not allowed to eat anything at <laughs> until the person making the bracha tastes himself. So, Teeny aura uh, uh, the Gemara has, it said, you, you misquoted it. It doesn't mean, it means, li-taim itmar. not to eat, but to taste. Rashi says, There is no difference between those two, b'shatim. don't read anything into it. If there's no difference between and, li-taim, why'd you correct me? I mean, seriously. Says the Gemara, Lemer Balash and Rabbi. When a person quotes, a person needs to be as accurate as possible because if, if we could um, editorialize an ad lib when we're quoting, to quote pretty soon means nothing. You know, I, uh, I did this recently in my classroom. I did, you know, we played telephone. And, uh, you know, from the beginning of the class to the end of the class, only 13 kids in the class, from the beginning of class to the end of the class, it was one word it still didn't arrive. It still didn't arrive safely at the other end. So, you you know, you have to be very careful when you quote. Now, we're playing a game, so you weren't allowed to ask the guy who told it to you. In life, you could ask. Anyway, but the point is, this is very, very halachically significant because, as we will see tonight, we're going to talk a little bit more about this. When you are being yoytze with somebody else's bracha, You need to absorb the whole bracha for you to be yaytzeh. If you cut it off in middle, if you don't absorb the whole bracha, if you don't absorb the whole item you're being yaytzeh, you lose it. So whatever is the entire item, you need to be present for the entire item. So for instance, if you would space out in the middle of Kiddush, you want to be yaytzeh. Kiddush is not just Kiddush. A bracha is not just a bracha. It goes past that. So for instance, and we're going to talk more about this, but for instance, when we're talking about yeah. eating, so it's a package deal. The guy who makes the hamitzi says, And he eats challah. That is the chalois of his bracha. That's the isdruk of his bracha. And therefore, if you interrupt, and you, you're mafsik, i.e. by you eating before he eats, then that bracha never had a chalais, and therefore you can't partake in that bracha. You know, I'm sure you all remember in camp, like when the guys making havdalah for the whole camp, like everyone likes shashkiz until he drinks from the wine, because until the guy making havdalah drinks from the wine, the havdalah didn't have a chalais. So that's the that's the same din over here that the person has to eat first. You know, I should know. I remember this halach as a kid, that you know my father used to cut the challah. And he would eat before distributing the challah. And like I once asked him, I said, like, Daddy, you know, like, <laughs> it's not polite. Like you got to eat a piece of challah you know, everyone's sitting waiting. He said, like, yeah, if I wouldn't do that, if I would distribute the challah before I ate, no one would be ate to the bracha. They would eat our, it would ruin the bracha for everyone. So therefore, this is Allah. You know, it may look a little um, not, uh, not courteous, but lemaisi, you need to do this. So, 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 um, like, um, a lot of people never say Baruch HaRak Ever. Ever. Yeah. Like a brisker is that Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah no, brisker, no, no brisker say it, but it's not just, br- like, you know, like, when we were kids in Yeshiv So the Baal HaLach in Yeshiv Lentz, R- he he doesn't say Baruch HaRak And he's no brisker. Like, um, yeah, I, you know, so I, I haven't said it in a like hundred years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it gets you out in camp, you know, by not saying, Baruch HaRoch like, I mean, but like, lemaisa yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know why you thought that. In other words, those, <laughs> that say, those that say it hold that that's part of a bracha. right But in other words, interesting that, it's true, but it's interesting that it says the Gemara. Okay, we're we'll going to talk more about this. Like a little has etiquette here. Shnaim, again, don't judge the olden days. Shnaim, mamtinim zelezebe ka'ara. So, when there's only two people and you're sharing a plate, so you, know, you, you and another guy are sharing a plate, then the expectation is that you should take turns taking food. That you shouldn't take twice. Let's say you're eating Gechay's wings. You take a wing, let him take one. You take one, let him take one. You shouldn't take two before he takes one. Shnayim, when there are two people, mamtinim They have to wait for each other when it comes to a plate. Sh'loisha, ain't mamtinim. When there's three people... You somehow lose the expectations of equal division. And there's three people, you don't have to be like mamish like, you know, like duck duck goose. You don't have to like be going around neatly and waiting for the person. And like we said, Habitseya, the person who's making the brach and cutting the bread, who push it yodethila, he should, you know, take first, he should extend his hand first, he should take first. And like we said, that's the chalais of the bracha. But vimbal lachli rabbi el If he wants to give covet to his rabbi or someone that's greater than him, he's able to. So now, for instance, let's say, let's say, I'm, I'm making a suda at my house, but we have a very, very, very chash of a guest. Say Rabbi eating by my house. So even though we said a second ago that the bracha is hal until I eat, it's a shtickle awkward, like, yeah, I, I don't mind eating before my guests, even though it's a little awkward, but like to eat in front of a gadol? So when a gadol's there, you're able to designate him as the designated khalis of the bracha, which means what's wrong if somebody eats before the Mavarech? Because the bracha's not finished. But if you have somebody who's a gadol there, who you in your mind designated as the official chalos of the bracha? That when I make the hametz, I'm making it for him to eat first. So maybe when he eats first, he's not like one of the assembled guests that made a hefsik by eating. He is where the bracha is chal. Does he have to know, like you have to go in before him? No, nah, I mean, if you give him that, you know, the bracha works. And like if you told him then, he chaps that it's him. Yes, the taisis doesn't learn like this. The whole yeah, 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 right? yeah, 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 yeah. Taisus Lawrence is going by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an important Taisus. It's not this halacha. Taisus Lawrence's is going by it's something else. You are correct. Both, both. If you have your own role. You should. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna see them. a different halacha. Once you hold that, there's no halacha thing anymore. Right, so right, so right. You have to wait for the we'll give him one second. One second. One second. Let, let's finally do this halacha. Um. Yeah. It's like this. Raba bar have Lebrei bar Shmuel bar was working for a son. That always means making a Hasenah. Where? Bar-Yehuda bar So Raba bar son was going to marry the daughter of bar Barkatina. and Raba bar understood that like there's many things that are new to a hasana, and he needs classes how to how to do. So there's khassan classes and there's also how to make a Suda classes. You know, you're for the first time in your life you're gonna lead the suda, and you're gonna to have to make the hamaytzi. you're going to, you have to know these halachas how to make Ahmedzi. So while everyone was busy putting up the chuppah, doing the preparations, he called his son aside and he was gonna learn Hilchas Amitzi, Hilchas suda all the pertinent halachas with him. So called him, he went early, Viyasi was sitting, Kamas al he was teaching his son The guy making the bracha, breaking the bread, is now allowed to break the bread, until all of the people answer amen. Says the Gemara, there's one more level. Just like we said before, you need the guy's bracha to be yitzay, and if you interrupt before he eats, you forfeited his bracha. So too here, a bracha is not complete without an amen. A bracha is not complete without an amen. And therefore, if the guy who's making the bracha, he made his own bracha. He made his own bracha. Now you're thinking, there's nothing that could stop me. I, I'm the man. In fact, everyone needs to wait for me till I eat. If some guy is still saying amen and you put the bread in your mouth, you're not yoitzek. Because since an amen is an integral part of a bracha, Rashi says, the amen humin ha-bracha, Rashi says that the amen is a chelik of the bracha, and therefore, your bracha, that you made, isn't finished until the assembled people say amen, and therefore this is another factor in this picture of, if you want to be yitzit, bracha, with somebody else's amen, or your own amen, all the parts have to be complete, everything has to be um, you know, completed and, and organized and then you can be Yetzin. In fact, yes, we we're going to talk all about it. In fact, there are more paskins based on this, an incredible halacha, which every one of you and the Chavitz Chaim is going to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> Says the Ramah that the Mavarech should be Mechaven to be Yetzin with the Omen that they are making. Right? You're... you're... 40 years old, you've been making brachas your whole life, you never heard this Rambah. That when you make a bracha, you are interdependent. You're dependent on the guy listening to your bracha. And therefore, you have to make an amin. But we learned last week, or maybe the other week, that it's inappropriate for you to make an amin on your own bracha. So you are a sort of hostage. You need the other guy to make an amen to complete your bracha. You can't do it. You need him to do it. Therefore, says be Ramah, to be Yaitse with that guy's amen. The B'A'Lacha says, like, what are you talking about? You don't need to make a bracha, an amen on your own bracha. I mean, chances are tomorrow, Monday, you're going to be eating lunch alone. Everyone's going to be out of the house and you're going to eat lunch. You're going to make a bracha. You're not going to have an amen. So ask the bir aloha, what are you talking about? But Izzy, you see from this Rama and you see from this from this bir aloha, that that there is a concept that a bracha is totally on outside factors, and until you have it, your bracha is not completed. You're it's two different. It's not comparable cases. In the case where you have a group and you're making the bracha to be yates and other people, that's one scenario. When you're sitting by yourself by lunch. It's a totally different scenario. One second, one second, yeah. one second, yeah. One second, one second, Yeah. Obviously, what you're saying is true, but you really believe that? You really believe yeah. there's two? Uh, you thing? really believe there's two brachas? There's there's <coughs> a bracha that there's others there. There's a bracha by yourself. It's two. It has two different denim and two different components and two different you ingredients. Have, you have you have you're being used to other people. That's the different factor. There's a different factor. Very, first of all, yankee, when you're being with other people, they don't need to say Ami, Mishnah and sukkah that uh, if you're Yaytzi from a Gadol Shemei, it doesn't require Amin. So if you're being made to other people, you don't need an Amen. It's always good to answer Amin, but but even a bracha being to other people doesn't need an Amin. And, and to say that that there's two different brachas, once for when you're making yourself, once for when others are making, is a massive hit It doesn't make any sense here. He's not happy. You make a racha from a gill and the guy talks, and he's not he it, it doesn't mean he's not yotze. How, how did somebody else affect your brother? Yeah. We might have a doll. Also, the guy talks to doll. He's not guilty of the doll. The person <laughs> made of doll is guilty. Of shit. is a different role. <laughs> now you're saying there's two different brothers. No, no, no. Amein, is its own zach. Meaning, meaning, you want to know, you want to know how the bir halacha is going to learn this gemara. If knows the Ramah seems to be picking up on the lumbas of the gemara. The vayistay is amen is a chelik of al- the l- brach. And if you don't have a chelik of al- the l- brach, you're not yehi The bir halacha rejects that. How's the bir halacha? How's the bir halacha? I saw someone that answers this morning. The How's the bir halacha learning? Like what? Why do I need the amen? It, it's, you're not yet to the um, main, like, something like that, you like mess up some something along those lines l- l- let, some, let, let me keep pushing you off, there's still more information to be had, but I I disagree with that, I agree with that, and it's like that bothers me, this, I was thinking to say that this morning, I said no, I can't say that yeah, it's Good. two different brachas I mean, you could, but like, um, to go back you said before also, it, it seems counterintuitive kind of that you have to wait for the entire sibar to say finish saying say, Ame. If one person says, "Oh, oh, 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 says the Gemara, says the Gemara. Ravchista Amar mipiroi va'einim. Rav says, "I want to correct one thing you said. You said you're not yaitze the bracha until." The amen is answered by all of the answers. Rav Chisda says, not all, most. Says the Gemara, what's the logic in that chilek? Rami Why do we both agree that until Rav of the people answer, amen, your bracha doesn't work? Da leikal your bracha. The Gemara says it's Because until amen is said, the bracha is not complete. Miuta NAMI KAL Even when a minority of people present heard the bracha and didn't yet say amen, the bracha is not complete. So why are you able to say who cares about a miyut if I'm not dependent on your amen? I don't need any of you. If I am dependent on your amen, I need all of you. Asks the Gemara, where's the logic in needing? Only rave of the people's presence. Amen. I'll tell you why. Avadi, you need all people there. But if a guy's answering amen too long, he's in the wrong. And therefore he doesn't count. You need all of the people that count. It's not a din and rave. You need 100% of the people. If a guy doesn't finish amen when rave of the people already finished amen, he's in the wrong. So he doesn't count as a person, as far as amen is concerned. Therefore, you don't need him. It's not a var. I have rave of the people. You have all of the people. Any guy that's answering amen much too long is in the wrong. Says the Gemara, I say, I say, Anyone that answers amen longer than he needs to is mistaken. Okay, so one thing then then again the gemaras are still interconnected. One thing, then then we'll we'll go a little weiter. This halacha, it's it's a pretty important halacha. You know, there's the guy that like you know answers amen too late. You know. He like like everyone finishes that, so you see you're not supposed to. It's wrong. So, what exactly is the what exactly is the timing of this matter? So the paskins to call that as long as the Tzibor is still saying amen you're fine to chime in. The ta says even if everyone finishes amen you're allowed to say it immediately then it's not the, it's it's a it's not that bad the birallaha brings from kiveger and the Gibar, not like the taz that you should stick with the shulchan Aruch, that if you walk in or you're spacing out or you're talking or you're doing something else you know sometimes like like let's say i'm like trying to like, dive and like catch up and like i'm trying to time me finishing whatever i'm saying to when they get to amen i'm a little off so the, the birallaha says you should really go like the Machaber, and only answer amen if rave of the people are still saying amen. If the amen is done and you're like just like you know like all on an island by yourself, you should not answer amen. Now, once we're talking about rules of amen, tan rabbanon ein einen You cannot answer le amen chatufa, not an amen chatufa. So what is an amen chatufa? <coughs> so Rashi says. You can't say amen. You, in knows the amen, it can have a chatav, which in like olden days language means a patach. Amen has to be oh amen, not amen. That's that's um, Rashi. The Rabbeinu Yoina learns that chatufa means grab. You say it too quickly, like you just like mamish, like swallow much too quickly. The Aruch says. You say Amen. False start, five yards, neutral zone infraction. If you say Amen before the guy finishes the bracha, so if you if you rush before the guy hikes the ball, you lose five yards. The Shulchan Aruch paskins both Rashi and the Aruch. That that if you, you shouldn't say Amen and you shouldn't say Amen before the chazin finishes, the Shulchan Aruch doesn't paskin the Rabbinic So that is Amen Chatufa, V'lay Amen Kitufa. And also, you shouldn't say a cut off amen. Rashi, the Rosh, or Ben Yaina say that means you don't say all the letters. You say, like, or, or, um. you don't say all the letters. The Arach says, you chop, cut off means to chop, you chop the amen in half. Amen. And like, yeah, people do that. The Mechaber, Paskins, both, once again. And not an orphaned amen. An orphaned amen means an amen that has no father. What is an amen that has no father? You answer amen to a bracha you didn't hear. We have to get back to that and talk about that. And a person, um, you know, raise your hand if you're not guilty of this, you should not blurt a bracha out of your mouth. If a person... Answers an orphaned amen. His kids will be orphans. It's very harsh. When I remember when I was in high school, my rebbe said, "If you endorse something, if you endorse something, you don't know. You say amen. And you have no idea what you said amen to. You stand for nothing. Your kids don't have a father. That, that's that's what that's what um, my rebbe in high school said. But it still is a little harsh if you do an amen chatufa, which we said is some form of either bad or cut off, his days should be cut off. Ketufa, his amen should be cut off. Anyone who says amen for a long time, he should get a long life. So, I don't know if you realize, in the last five lines, a few lines ago, the I said, if a person answers an amen too long it's not good and here it says if a person answers a long amen he has a long life so the Marsha notices this Marsha says something incredible Marsha says you want a long life but there's such a thing as too long of a life so the Marsha says Marsha says like at a certain point like there's a passage in Caheles that he gil Imam that a person reaches the days that he there's no will to live, meaning at a certain point you're just you know not you're not that you're not that present. The Mishnah in Avah says at hundred years old, it's over bottom and island. So the Marsha says, yeah, these two Gemaras definitely go along with each other. And and yes, a long gaming is good. A too long is not good. It's not good. Okay, on the topic of Amin Saima. So Rashi and Taisus both asked a question from the Gemara and Sukkah that we all remember. The Gemara said that in the Bese, Bese Knesset Alexandria, it was huge. There were hundreds of thousands of people there. And there was no microphone. And therefore, what they used to do, they used to have like, you know, NASCAR. There was a guy on the bima and he had the flag. And when it was time to say amen, he would wave the flag and everyone would say amen. So, ask both Rashi and Taishwiss. Ask Rashi and Taishwiss. Uh, Yargabar here says if you answer, I mean, you didn't hear it, so, Amin and it's an Amen Yiseman as a terrible punishment. The, the much touted Besach Alexandria that was Ghazal brought down the Shavach did this very thing every single Ghazar shots tens of times of a day. And so, is it a good thing or a bad thing? So, Rashi and Taishwiss both answer. Rashi and Taishwiss both answer. Well, it depends. There, they knew which bracha they were answering to. Meaning, as the first flag, I didn't hear. I know it's time to answer amen for Mogan Avram. The second flag, didn't hear, but I know it's time to answer amen for Machayim And here, it's going where you answer amen to bracha, not only do you not hear, you have no idea what you're answering to. That's what Rosh says to say, And this is how the Ramah Paskins. It will come out like this. That let's say you went to the hall during Chazar Sashatz. Well, You went out to blow your nose, whatever. You went to the hall during Chazar sashats You come back in and they go, Amen. You're not supposed to say Amen. You have no idea if they're saying Amen to Vlam or to Yishlai or to Szemach David. You have no idea what they're saying Amen to. And like Rashi and Taisus is so Paskins in and so, Paskin's drama, you, uh, you should not say Amen. The, the tesis and sukkah brings from Abed Nisim Goyim and, and Avram says, this is how the Mechab Paskins, the only time there are all these rules on a bracha is when you need to be yaitze with the bracha. If you need to be yaitze, you had better hear what you're being yaitze, and if you don't hear, at least you should know where they're up to but an amen that is just like a goodwill gesture an amen that is just to say yes i agree with what's being said that we pass him like Nisim going and you don't need to know you don't need to hear it you don't even need to know where they are up to so so like so like the Machaber, the Magen of rum says this go like Rubniss and Gain and you walk in, you don't need you don't need especially nowadays that we have a sitter, so we dominate ourselves. We're not sending shots like we're in the olden days. So if you walk back into Show and they're saying Amen, like you know, it's And like you know that you have no idea if the guy's up to like you know I'll tell you uh, I've been like you know, you know where it is like, Amen. it's fine because you don't need that to be AC. Okay. Um Okay, uh, okay, we'll stop here, fine. Do you know someone also like, it's too long after the rough ended? Yes, yes, yeah, 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 the nose, yeah, someone said, yes. Well, I do, you could even know the Brundtah that you're in.